Hi, this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman, and I have been blessed with a best-selling book called Christian Warrior Woman, A Guide to Taking Back Your Faith, Family, and Future. And it is my honor to be with you today. So before I get started in today's lesson, if you would love to get feedback from you, if you'd like to um, get in contact with me via Facebook, you could just pull up Christian Warrior Woman and connect with the community, the tribe, and, you know, send me a message via email, whether it's needing a prayer or just needing someone to stand in agreement for what we know God could do in your life. You can also um, get the free chapter and the promo on the book at ChristianWarriorWoman.com. So we are in the area of confidence today. And I want to share a testimony um, with you about when we talk about confidence, what are some of the characteristics that can can show our confidence? Sometimes we have to be bold. Sometimes we have to be courageous. Sometimes we have to do things that we can't believe that um, we would choose to do. And sometimes God pushes us to do things beyond our capability because we know then we have to rely on him. So I'm going to share with you a testimony about something that happened to me that I had to rely totally on God. And it's something that we all have probably experienced, but we need to allow that experience to happen over and over. We need to let go of our own fears, worries, and, and ideas and really allow God to use us to not only bless our, ourselves and our family and our children, but to be a blessing to other people. So you've got your journal, got your quiet spot, and um, just stay tuned as we go forward here. And I'm going to read a portion of this out of the Christian Warrior Woman book. So if you don't have it, you could just listen. If you do, uh, you can go in the chapter that is dealing in fearless women and you will be able to follow along if you like. So I was working in a holistic health. Actually, I owned a holistic um, health practice. I was pursuing God and fasting when I began. The Lord showed me the blueprint and how to start my business. God knew he was leading me into the healing arena, but took me through the steps that grew my faith from the physical to supernatural. I had a new client who had been in a couple of times for a colonic. During a session, she told me she felt strange and uneasy. I was naive to the power of fasting and prayer on others. So I didn't know I was affecting her. After the session, she went to the restroom. I waited to check her out in the office and to get payment. She took a very long time to come out. I went near the restroom to see if she was all right. I heard her talking to herself in multiple voices. I was stunned. I had hoped she was on the phone, but she wasn't. I called out to her to ask if she was all right, 
and a nervous voice responded back. I was like, Jesus, this can't be happening in my bathroom. I waited in the office wondering what the woman was going through. She finally entered my office but kept her head down, refusing to make eye contact. I asked her if she was okay. She grunted and nodded, um, never looking up at me. She handed me a credit card and still wouldn't look up. She told me she had never had an experience like the one I had given her. I could tell she was in a hurry to escape, but from what? I didn't understand. I got up to walk her out the door because she was trying to get out before I could come near her. As we both were going through the French doors, I don't know if I touched her, but our closeness made her startled for a second and she glanced nervously at where I was going. As she glanced up quickly in fear at me, I saw the eyes of a demon. Her eyes were like an orange color with like black slashes. They weren't her eyes. Something was in her. She stunned me so that I stood there like, what did I just see? Are you kidding me? She hurried past me and left. I stood in shock of what I had just seen with my own eyes, but I wasn't afraid. During fasting, I learned the Holy Spirit operates fearlessly in my body while my flesh yells, run away, Lisa, run away. I stood there watching her walk. I searched my mind because I knew what I had seen. While I was standing there, the Holy Spirit said, go after her. Okay, here is where I need a comedian to do a face like, what? <laughs> I instantly respond, responded with, I'm not trained in that kind of ministry work. I'm not a minister. My excuses flooded the mainframe of my mind. The Lord said, you are qualified. I worried I wasn't able. You are supposed to have two people when dealing with people like this. The Lord spoke, look at her. You are qualified. I looked out the door that was still open. I hadn't even closed it since she walked out. She hadn't driven away. Oh, Lord, I wish she had. She was holding the wheel tightly, looking angry. I tried pleading again with Jesus. I wouldn't know what to say is what I used as my excuse. The Lord said, don't worry, it will come to you. I looked and she was still there like, Lordy, can this woman drive away so I don't have to go out there? My, my flesh was screaming, run away, Lisa. You ain't qualified. We ain't going over there. The Holy Spirit in me had a Medea twang like, did some demon show up at your place of business when he knows I'm a friend of Jesus? It was definitely like that Medea moment of, are you kidding me? Did you like roll up here to try to make me afraid? 
I wish I had stayed afraid. But anyway, I walked to the car without a clue as to what I was going to say. She saw me outside her window, and of course, she rolled it down. She started crying. She stated she had tried everything to get rid of this thing within her. She stated, I have traveled to many countries and got no relief. She said, I had hoped you could help me, but it's still here. In all honesty, my heart then went out to her in empathy and I kind of forgot about what I was so worried or fearful or qualified about. The Holy Spirit decided to answer using my vessel. Now, I will tell you that in this moment, this is what I believe. I believe the Lord used me and I was just literally, and I'm reading this, this isn't in the book. I was literally just a willing vessel. That is totally because what came out of my mouth, what happened, the fearlessness, I do not believe and will never believe that that was me. Because anybody who knows me, I don't even watch horror movies, creature features, I have vampire movies. I don't do those things because I won't sleep at night. The, the branches move by my window. I'm like, whatever. As a child, I saw a vampire movie and I slept with my neck covered throughout my whole teen and, and young 20s, probably. I always slept with my neck covered. So you can imagine something like this is far from what I would be personally or emotionally or even interested in handling. And that's why when we talk about we have a relationship with God and the Lord is within us, ha ha ha, it is not you that's operating, but the Lord within you operating. Okay, let's get back to where I am shaking in my boots. So, The Holy Spirit decided to answer using my vessel because just being honest, my flesh was not comfortable. My mouth spoke and asked her, have you tried Jesus? I was very confident and emboldened in the spirit while my flesh had my eyes covered, telling me to let let it know when the scary part was over. This is when the battle began. Her response felt like somebody had cursed my mama. She turned her head literally like a snake with her eyes blazingly wide and yelled out, Jesus, Jesus, and Jesus won't help me. Jesus gave me a husband that set me on fire on Christmas Day. Her face, her demeanor, her rage about Jesus welled up at in within me like a personal attack, a boldness from God that wanted to beat whatever demon was in her for lying about Jesus rose up within me. I was ready for a fight. I felt a raging flame being ignited in my chest. How dare she speak his name in that manner? I calmly and lovingly asked her one question. 
you're waiting. I calmly and boldly asked her one question. Did Jesus give you your husband? Or did you marry the guy you desired with no regard to Jesus during your decision? Did you not willingly marry him? Sound pretty simple, doesn't it? It's funny how the truth can hit you. At this point and prior, that thing in her was looking and talking with me with that rage and with that anger. After I asked the simple question, I literally saw her whole body and demeanor change instantly. The demon left her immediately when faced with the truth. She dropped her head and cried on her wheel saying, I was wrong. I didn't ask Jesus. I knew I was now talking with the woman and not with the spirit within her. I asked her if I could pray for her. She said yes, and I prayed. I had her pray the sinner's prayer. She felt embarrassed. I told her everything was okay. I assured her about that Jesus loved her. She shared she knew the Bible. She'd lost faith due to an abusive husband that made her life hell on earth. As I walked back to my office and she drove off, I smiled and felt this inner joy because God used me to set a captive free. I rejoiced and was thankful. I was shocked. I was excited. I was elated. I was, I was just like in awe of what had just happened. When it was over, I said, what in the world did I just experience? As I mentioned, I don't do horror movies, but the Lord was proud of me that day. I I knew it within me. He said, you let me use you to bring healing. I learned from the Lord, it's not about how I feel or what I know. It's about what he wants to do in somebody's life that matters. I prayed to be used by him again in the miraculous And he continues to excite me, shock me, embolden me, and allow me to witness the many healings that he has done in person during healing services that I have um, ministered at over the phone, online, and individuals that have come to the healing room. And I share this with you because when we say that we are a child of God, our confidence should come from the Lord using us and stretching us 
and allowing us to be that willing vessel. Because we can say that we are confident in the Lord. But would the Lord say that you are confident? Would the Lord say that he can use you? You know, we sell ourselves short and we set the bar real low. You know, our bar is set low and we need to elevate our bar. We need to elevate our thinking. We need to elevate our service and our willingness to be used by God. I I wish I could tell you that every moment of the day, I was like the girl that that in that situation eight, nine years ago. We're not. So there are going to be days where you feel not so great or you might think that your faith is waning. But trust me, it isn't. If you are feeding your spirit with the word and you are in daily conversations with God, it's not. And I will tell you this because when I was ministering at nursing homes. It was normally in Sunday afternoon. And as you can imagine, Sundays are really busy between serving and doing all these different things we do in the church. And then you're working and and you're running around with your kids on the weekend. So normally when I would go to minister, I would be somewhat exhausted, but it was like, okay, I've got to go do this. And I would pull up and I would be tired and I would be like, Lord, just fill me with the word. But I promise you that when I stepped in that room to share the word of God with these seniors, the Lord showed up. The Holy Spirit showed up. I was no longer tired. And their faith and their interest and their desire to have more of God gave me energy. It filled me with the strength I needed. God gave me strength because I showed up, because I may not have felt strong enough to do it, but the Lord knew that I was being faithful by going and offering the very best that I had to offer in that moment. And that is you. Do we always feel holy and do we always feel powerful? Do we always feel Um, emboldened? No. But if we keep stepping forward, if we keep moving forward, God will meet you where you are because he knows your truth. We can't make excuses about why we can't do something and then we want to know where God is. God already knows that your excuses are just that. Excuses. And he also knows that You can't say, well, I can't do this because it's not you operating anyway. It's God operating within you. So when you think about the things that you do, the things you're capable of, you should never give the excuse, as I try to do often, ah, that's not my skill set. Ah, that's not my talent. Ah, that's, I've never done that before. We have God within us. So our opportunity to advance the kingdom is limitless and the opportunity to be used by God. When we bow down on our knees and we say, Lord, 
that we want to be used by you. We want to see the, your power in this day. Then you can't judge how God will then use you to let you see it. I have had someone as simple as I was driving in the rain, going to a beauty supply place. And I saw this homeless man literally sitting in a garbage can on the other side of this four lane highway. And the Holy Spirit said, you need to stop for that man. And I was like, well, I'm all the way like four or five lanes over here. And I was just going to a store down the block and realized I could come back. <coughs> Excuse me. I could come back. I'll be coming back on that side of the road. Believe it or not, God's timing is so perfect. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to get a sip of water here. Because... I got to the beauty supply store and the store was closed. So I drove back quicker than I had expected to. And the man was still sitting on the garbage can, which to me, how low can life be? Excuse me. I need to get a sip of water. And so uh, it's pouring raining. And this homeless man is sitting in the garbage can. And I'm like, okay, I'm alone. It's a man. But I know that God told me to stop for this man. And the Lord said to give him $20. Well, to be quite honest, I don't normally carry cash. So I was like, oh, crap. I don't even know if I have money. Oh, but God knows everything, people. I pull up. And here it is. I'm opening, basically going to open up my wallet in front of a, a homeless person there. And I open my wallet and the exact amount the Lord told me to give the man is all I have in cash. And I take it out and I roll down the window. I'm talking about pouring rain. That when I open the window, the rain is just like coming in the car. And I asked the man to come over and he comes over to the car and leans in and I give him the money. And he doesn't stop to say thank you. He looks at the money and he raises it it to the in the air. Now, meanwhile, my car is getting all this rain coming in. And the man says, thank you, God. He looks at me and says, this is the exact amount that five minutes ago I prayed and I said, God, if you are real, you will give me this amount of money because I need to get on the bus. I need to get food. And I'm standing there like, are you kidding me? Five minutes ago, I was driving by on the other side of the road. He started praising God standing there in the rain. He said, this is what I asked for. And this is what he delivered. And I'm standing there watching him. I'm in shock because the Lord used me to answer a prayer for a homeless man who was sitting in the trash can 
who is rejoicing has a bag and is rejoicing. And do you not know that the Lord, I always call it, doubles down? Do you not know that bus pulled up behind me while I was there watching him rejoice in the Lord that I had to pull drive off so he could get on his bus? What if that beauty supply store had been opened? He would have missed that bus. So I immediately driving off felt guilty. Well, gosh, Lord, when I drove by, you told me to give the money. I guess I shouldn't have went to the store first. I should have just did it then. Because what if? So it's what if, what if God knows it all. And so I tell you this because, again, that is not by Lisa's strength. That is by hearing God and being confident in hearing God so that we can be used by God and we could set captives free. So what I got from that day was that the Lord used me to build that man's confidence. That man knew that God heard him sitting in the trash can praying for money. And that man knew he could get on that bus, that he would eat today and I don't know what happened to that man after that, but I can only imagine that his confidence was raised and I can only pray this prayer today to know that I am sure that man is blessed. So I tell you the same thing, that it's not about praying about all the things you want and desire. God could do that easily. But ask God to help you confidently build the faith of other people who are lost or destitute or in need of hearing from their Savior. So when you make your entry in your prayer journal, ask God. And this is um, one skill that I'm going, I'll go into more detail about tomorrow, but I don't know where I'm at on timing right now, but I'm going to do it now. In your journal, And I talk about this in the book and I've done this in training when I've done the Christian warrior woman training in person. It's called Dear God Letters. It's part of when you're praying. Some people like to journal. Some people like to write letters. Some people can find that if they put their feelings or challenges or struggles in writing, that it helps them walk away from it. But how we use it, dear God letters, is when you want to, when you want another way of praying, but it's like writing a letter to God. And it is sharing the good, it's sharing the challenges, and it's sharing the areas of growth. Do we get that? It's sharing what we're grateful for, what we're praising Him for. We're sharing what we're struggling with and what we need His help with. Similar to prayer. Doesn't it sound like it? And we're also you know, seeking him for what more that we need to help set captives free. And so I want you to write down the areas that may be keeping you. You probably are hearing God tell you to do this and do that, but you might be dealing with fear. You might be dealing with insecurity, dealing with doubt. And ask God to give you that boldness to be used by him in the workplace, in your relationship, in your family, or to be in the grocery store with a complete stranger. 
That's what I challenge you with today, to ask God to light the fire of boldness in your spirit. I guarantee you, you will be shocked, you'll be amazed, but the most important thing is you will see the glory of God. I want you to be blessed this day, and we will talk tomorrow. Let's be bold for Jesus. Amen.